123 show this Friday afternoon, this beautiful Friday afternoon. I catch glimpses of it every so often. Um, and so uh, I'm joined in studio this uh, this afternoon by Mo Kwok and Ben Chan from Lifelong Labs. Hello, ladies. Thank you for coming along. Thanks for having us. Good afternoon. Us. Is it beautiful? You. It's beautiful outside, so isn't gorgeous. it? So gorgeous. Yeah, it is. I was saying that. It's 38% humidity. Wow. I, can't, I can't stop Incredible. announcing the weather. I can't believe how dry it is. What is it? I'm, I'm, I'm not used to not being slimy. Um, and so you've joined us today because um, we're going to be chatting a little bit about the value of creativity, the power of learning, all those nice juicy things. Um, and so what, uh, I know that creativity is a huge buzzword. People say it's a resource, all these different things. What got you into to, uh, teaching, education, learning, creativity? How do you find your way there, Mo? Um, I think just growing up, I've always enjoyed doing things with my hands. And I think that to some extent, I think creativity is what separates us from animals. And like, it's what makes life worth living. Um, yeah. I think that being able to exercise this kind of superpower, um, because everybody has it, but everybody's sort of creativity is different. And mm. so I think what got me into teaching is that I also love creating, but I think I get a special kick out of seeing people completing projects. Mm. I think that. Mm. And so, cause Lifelong Labs, that's a, it's a, it's a place in Hong Kong you can go. Mm -hmm. Anyone can go. Mm -hmm. Yep. Any age, any, any age. So youngest, two years old, older student, 78. Amazing. And, and it's a place to go and learn something new right learning something new but also it's very much student driven so mm. one of our signature things that we do is the dream maker workshop people basically come up with their ide own ideas and i listen to the dream and project manage wow really <laughs> yes really you have to do that you have to sit down and listen to people's dreams yes. how do you and then strategize make strategize. things happen yeah i mean i try to make it some people's dreams are are more ambitious and some are more <laughs> um, manageable. So sure. um, it's sort of playing that game. It's like within this time frame, what is realistic? Wow, yeah. gosh, because I've always thought um, in my own life, I think I have, a, I have a reasonably creative profession that sometimes that um, you can waste a lot of time with ideas, right? Like mm -hmm. ideas sound amazing, for sure. But ideas are great and you mm -hmm. want to have lots of ideas, but ideas are just ideas. They don't exist yet, right? Mm -hmm. You need to, and that's where I think they translate to creativity is the creation. It's actually making something, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. is that something that um, your students are, are, are doing? People who come to your center are doing, they're making something from yeah. an idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost every time they're bringing home something. So I had a nine-year-old who wrote a book about birds of prey because he's simply very passionate about Indian condors and black kites but I also wow. have um, a recent student she's a retiree and she she's making a, a video a YouTube channel on making snake soup to celebrate her grandmother's 90th birthday so wow. it's her it's a recording it's sort of a video of her grandmother's secret recipe and so that's something that she wants to share and she's learning how to use iMovie and doing like voiceovers and that type of thing. So it's like a it's like a studio dreamscape space mm. where you can right because it sounds like it sounds like a, an incredible like a lot of people talk about the thing they always want to do mm -hmm. right like oh I just really wish I could knit this thing or I could make this film or whatever it is and is that part of the mission of Lifelong yeah. Labs is to help you make those dreams a, a thing. For sure. I think especially in a city that is so um, sort of result-oriented <laughs> and competitive, I think it, there's there's very little room for passion projects. And yes, I think, sure. And I think 
yeah, there's a lot of saying, but I think um, I think part of the mission is really to help people regain the freedom to imagine and create, which sounds kind of vapid, but really <laughs> it's very important, I think. Yeah, of course. Well, I think we're slowly cutting onto the value of play again, right? We've cycled back to it and mm -hmm. now schools are less about teaching your child algebra at three months old and maybe <laughs> accepting that you could just give them something squidgy to squeeze for mm -hmm. a couple of hours and that'll, you know, have, sure. you know, those sorts of interests. Well. Now, Ven, you lead the Wisdom Parent Workshop mm -hmm. at Lifelong yeah. Labs. What, what, tell us a little bit about that. What's Actually, I think um, quite a lot of parents are really focused on the examination or an, uh, because they want to have a good result and go to our study abroad or want to have a... I think they really want as their child to be a very uh, bright. But I think in the parent workshop, we want to let them know they have different area they can develop. Mm -hmm. And also they want... Uh, we want them to understand more about your own kids instead of compare with the other kids. Sure. Sure. And you will have a better relationship with your kids instead of just uh, come home afterward and want them to do, finish all your work. Right. All, all the things you want them to do, but not the things they want to do. Right. So it's so, a little bit about discovering who your child is. Exactly. That's a beautiful yeah. idea. Yeah. So um, in the in the workshop, we try to let them know um, our own self, how mm -hmm. our parents, how how to bring up ourselves, and then all these things will influence. We will. How can we um, co bring up our own kids? There is a directly influence each other. Mm. So we better understand ourselves first before we try to teach our cho uh, children. Sure, because I mean, in Hong Kong, there is quite a lot of stereotypes around yeah. uh, like a Hong Kong parent, mm -hmm. you know, and, and wanting kind of overachievement for yeah. children. And it, I think it all comes from a place of love. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> at the end, uh, hopefully it comes from a place of love and not a place of competition. Yeah. Um, but so, so how's the workshop been received with parents who've gone? Have they have they seen the light? Have they changed their changed their outlook on on their children? I think uh, it takes time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not just one day yeah, workshop. Sure, sure, of course. I yeah. think as long as you you study a lot about uh, your yourself mm -hmm. and listen to uh, different parents' advice, and it really helps. Yeah. Mm, awesome. Okay, we're going to go to a quick song. Um, this is Bastille and Joy, and then we will be back to chat more. Whoa. Bastille and Joy on RTHK Radio Three. You're listening to the One Two Three Show, and we're chatting about something that does bring a lot of people joy, and that's creativity. And I'm joined in studio by Ven Chan and Mo Kwok from lifelong labs which is a space for intergenerational learning and creativity and other things can you tell us a little bit more about what is intergenerational learning um so i think it's a it's a big word it's a yeah. fairly long yeah. word but it's a fun word to say it's intergenerational fun. yes yeah. it is but it really just means like uh learning with people that are different ages mm. um so whether it's they say Nowadays, like every three to five years is a generation because oh, sort of wow. internet. <laughs> Isn't that a depressing thought? But sure, sure. But, um, but I think in a more traditional sense, um, for, for, for Lifelong Labs is mostly about families and mm. being able to learn with families. So we've had sort of photo workshops where the parents model for the, for the kids and the wow. kids also learn how to take professional portraiture, that type of thing. 
thing. Gosh, wow. Because I remember seeing, um, there's a bit of a trend for this. I remember seeing somewhere in the news or something that was floating around Facebook a couple of years ago about uh, people living together in, like, I think it was one of those progressive European countries where, um, like, uh, students were renting rooms and living with elderly people. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about, you know, people who are obviously a category of people who may be quite lonely elderly mm. people are incredibly lonely and they've shown that loneliness can have a huge impact on people people feel and they were you know students were living with them for cheap rent for mm-hmm. sure. but of course providing some companionship and some human connection and things like that and that actually it was going really well yeah mm. and they sort of i think they also started doing like play groups in um elderly care centers as well so young kids coming in mm-hmm. to interact so i think that there's a need to bring together those two ends of the spectrum isn't there there's For a lot sure. of power and do you see that every day do you see people who are older and younger learning and doing things together i think it used to be more prevalent um because sort of families it's quite um sort of people used to ha- have their grandparents at the home mm. um but i think for one of the impetus to start Life on Labs actually was to build a kindergarten that was uh, attached to an adult daycare center. Really? Goodness. Was, I'm so glad I, that that's something that's on your horizon. I think Hong Kong could really benefit from something like that. Yeah. Yes. But uh, of course, real estate prices oh, yeah, sort sure. of killed yeah. some of the dreams. But <laughs> it's killed a few dreams. It killed a worry. few dreams. Yeah. But um, that's, that's sort of one of the original ideas when I went, why I went to education school was to learn about intergenerational learning and sort of the best practices that because are, you have an incredible education degree you have a master's of education from harvard <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just go to education school you went to the creme de la creme you, you set your sights high um, um both of you actually and then you you studied education at the education university of hong kong yeah so you you know you have you have the legit the legit, <laughs> legit. Uh, the back the, the you know you have the docs to prove it you've really pursued this mm-hmm. um and then but it's interesting because from going to like quite mm-hmm. prestigious uh, tertiary institutes you're then going for quite an unconventional kind of way uh, well I, I unconventional you know like you've you're founding the center that's quite unconventional in the way that it's teaching mm-hmm. you know is that how do you think that the two marry i think that people tend to think creativity is not rigorous and it's not intellectual and i think that's so depressing because creativity <laughs> is much more than drawing a realistic horse um i think that I think some of the reasons why I started this is precisely because, I mean, these days, if you ask employers, creativity is one of the sort of top characteristics mm, that they're looking mm, for. And, absolutely. And sort of in the sort of emerging in the AI era, I think creativity is one of the only things that automation cannot replace. I'm hoping, eh? I'm really, I'm holding <laughs> I out. mean, they do have machines that write poems and music, but... Um, sure, sure. But I think that... Um, Especially in sort of in a really competitive uh, atmosphere, I don't think people think about this that much. But talk about college admissions, for example. Mm, mm. People, I mean, grades are not enough anymore. Mm. Like good grades and extracurriculars are not enough. And I, I used to help out in in the admission process for both my high school and and college. Um, and what people are really looking for is is sort of a sustained, ambitious project that kids are committed to some things and it's not just like middle class privilege of being able to travel everywhere and do volunteer work right. for three days sure sure and um, i think it's much more impressive to see somebody who's committed to um you know the craft of even like just seeing something yeah, through seeing right? something through which you you know with people who have very attention 
short attention spans yeah. these and days. getting worse there's and a lot of statistics our attention spans are getting um, a lot worse so yeah. i actually think there's a really compelling argument to push for this type of learning um and actually it has a much more like it's much more utilitarian than you think mm. it is. Yeah, no, I, no, I think you're right. If people want creativity, how are we fostering it? How are we going to build that resource up? And so, um, Ven, you've obviously been in Hong Kong for a long time. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I'm sure we've, we've all been in Hong Kong for a long time. <laughs> it's one of those cities that pulls you back. Um, so, um, what are you? Do you think that Hong Kong is ready to adopt a more open-minded approach to education for? all ages at the moment do you think we're getting there do you think there's room for it i think it's time to get in yeah, yeah. because um i've been hong kong for a long time <laughs> i'm born in here and then i found people are uh, just focused on the acad academic mm -hmm. and i think it's not in love for our happy life yes if we want our, our next generation to be live more meaningful and more happy i think it's time for us to get some time to do something different, mm -hmm. um, more creative, more helpful, and then they can pass to the next generation. Yeah, as you say, I am, a lot of people, maybe they are getting old and they are feel very lonely because um, they, like, they, they want somebody to take care of them. But right now the education is only focused on the academic. Mm. They don't know how to care the people, mm. care about the people's feeling yeah. or respect the old, I mean the older one. Some of that so, humanity might be missing yeah. a little bit. So sure. I think if through the creativity, it, you can learn a lot of things because you have time to think about what you need mm. instead of people want, want you to do the things in, 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 the, in the society. Mm. Yeah. I, I can see that. So I mean, a lot of the time people perceive creativity as quite frivolous, right? Yeah. But like you were just saying, Mo, it's actually, it's useful. It's a, it's a resource we need to foster. And the pursuit of creativity is a noble pursuit. It is not a, a mm -hmm. waste of time or mm -hmm. energy or money or anything like that. It's, it's something that we need. And I think it's something Hong Kong really needs. I yeah. mean, if you're only, I mean, Hong Kong is obviously a renowned financial center. Yes. <laughs> but I think that if you think about cultural exports, I can hardly think about like besides Wong Kar Wai maybe and his films Fair point. I Fair really point. don't know of any sort of yeah like mm, mm. I mean I, it could be frivolous but I also think that it could it is it makes sort of economic sense to diversify the products that's you express. That's very very true that's yeah. a really true and so what's a day in the life like at Lifelong Labs? Um, so we have students coming in throughout the day. So most of the retirees that come in, they come in in the mornings. So maybe before <laughs> they're early, golf, sure, sure. Uh, or that <laughs> you know after. So that so that's typically the time, and the they could be working on projects anything from three D printing to video editing to you know recording album singing. Mm. Um, in fact. My colleague here printed her own 3D printed oh, earrings. Oh wow, they're beautiful. I'll share a photo on Facebook later. Cruise on RTHK Radio 3. Yep. Um, and and so that's typically in the morning. It's the the studio is beautiful, sun filled. Yeah. Um, so anything that uh, we have workshops and just private classes, and then right around three to four, that's sort of when the student age uh, folks come in. Mm -hmm. And on the weekends, we have more families that come in together. Oh, amazing, yeah. And so if uh, people want to learn more, they can go to your website, yep. lifelonglabs.org. No, yes, lifelonglabs.org. Yes. Um, and and um, just just get in touch, right? Yeah. And just yeah, see sure. if you've got a bit of a passion project you've always wanted to to share, you can reach out and do it. 
Yep. That sounds exciting. Well, hopefully, hopefully we do build up to a place where Hong Kong has creativity as one of our exports, and that some of the creativity is <laughs> born from joy and passion rather than frustration. At the- <laughs> <laughs> and that would be that would be a beautiful place to get to. That sounds yes. fantastic. Um, and any personal projects either of you are working on at the moment? Um, Life on Labs is is your project. That's your project. project. That is yeah. my massive passion project. Um, oh, fantastic! Yes. Okay, that's great. And yes, yeah, so if you want to learn more, you can head along to lifelonglabs.org. Any any age, anyone's welcome. Youngest? What's the youngest? Youngest? Uh, two years and eight months. Two years. Okay, sure. So if you're around that age and up. <laughs> you might find something uh, worth looking at. We're going to have a quick look at the weather before we head to the uh, news. Thank you very much to Mo Kwok and Ben Chan for joining us.